Welcome to Mac Geek Gab, where we are going to express how happy we are because we truly live in a world of wonder where we can have multiple timers on our iPhones, at least starting in this fall, <laughs> that and other <laughs> announcements and our reactions to them from Apple's WWDC keynote today, this evening, later today, because we already released an episode this morning, Monday, June 5th, 2023. <laughs> Greetings, folks, and welcome to Mac Geek Gab episode 985 the show where normally you send in all your questions and your tips and your cool stuff found at feedback at MacGeekGab.com. But today we are hot on the heels of watching Apple's keynote, watching Apple's State of the Union, and consuming a great deal of caffeine in the process, which you can probably already tell. And we've got lots to share with you, so we're going to share it here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. Oh, look, I'm on screen. Hi, I'm Jeff Gammon, all the way from Boulder, Colorado. And here in Lee, New Hampshire, it's Pilot Pete. Oh, man, this is great. But boy, was that a marathon session or what? <laughs> it was. So, yeah, normally, Jeff, welcome to the show. Why, thank you. It's it's always a treat to get to hang out with you and Pilot Pete. Yeah, welcome. I should say welcome back to the show. This is certainly not your first uh, appearance here. I believe this is at least your third, if not fourth, appearance here on Mac Geek Gab. But who's counting? I uh, certainly not me. I have not been counting. Yeah, same. I'm just doing it in my head. Uh, you mentioned that you were on video and you are. Uh, I will remind all of us that our audience is mostly on audio. So we just need to make sure that we do our level best to explain any of the things that we might be showing. That said, we have in the past and today we'll also give ourselves permission with these keynote reaction episodes to make them more video heavy than they than our normal episodes might be. And so but you can always watch the video at, at MacKeekab.com or uh, mgg.fm slash nine eighty five will get you right to this episode and the video will be right there. You can find it on YouTube or any of that stuff. So um we are not all we are also not here to recap the entirety of the keynote. You can go watch it. There are lots of uh, written recaps. If we were to recap everything and react, we'd be here for five hours. And, well, you folks already know how long this is because you get to see how long it is. We don't yet know, but we're hoping to keep it at about an hour. Let's see how we do. New Macs were announced today. Um, I, I'm excited. I bought a new Mac last week. Uh, I know. Thank you, Pete. I'm excited about the the MacBook Air, the 15-inch Air. Uh, that I, I'm I'm. I need to go touch one to decide if I want it to be the the thing that replaces a 13 inch M1 Air that I have, but uh, but I am excited about that. Uh, did, did any thoughts from from you there on that one, Jeff? You know, when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, here's the computer that I was waiting for, but didn't buy because I bought a 14 inch M2 MacBook Pro." It, so I needed to to migrate from my my 16 inch Intel. Okay. And so I wanted to get an M2. Yep. And, um, and I almost got a MacBook Air and then decided, you know, 
as long as I'm spending the money, let's spend a little bit more and get all the stuff that comes with the uh, the Pro model. I'll go with the 14 inch, so it's a little bit smaller. I love my choice. Okay. But if I was making that choice today, it would be much more difficult to choose between that 14 inch MacBook Pro and this new 15 inch MacBook Air. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 14 inch MacBook Pro. Which chip did you get in your 14 inch MacBook Pro, Jeff? The, um, oh crap, what were our options? The Pro and the Max? Yeah, I believe that's right. Yep. Oh my God, I have to go I th- look. I, I th- don't actually remember. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I spent a lot of money. Um, uh, um, MacBook Pro, fourteen inch. Um, so I, uh, I have the I have the Pro, the M2 okay, Pro. Great. So I am looking at the um, the the specs on the like the Apple creates a a beautiful sort of highlight screen of of this, but I'm also looking at this, the comparison of the specs between the M2 15-inch MacBook, Pro, MacBook Air, which they announced today, as well as the M2 13-inch MacBook Air that was available, say, yesterday. And in terms of, like, horsepower, you're, and by the way, your MacBook Pro beats these. Um, yes. Right. So, but it, in terms of horsepower, it's got the same 8-core M2. It's got the same 10-core uh, the same 10 core uh, graphics, the GPU chip, it's got the same 24 gigs of unified memory uh, up to 24 gigs of unified memory, same storage capability, same 18 hours. It's really like in terms of the guts of it, it is the same thing, except it has this 15.3 inch screen as opposed to a 13.6 which gives you 2880 by 1864 pixels. Uh, so a little bit more. It is almost exactly the same thickness as the uh, 13 inch air. But of course, it's what, uh, about an inch, maybe a little or an inch and a half wider and uh, maybe an inch sort of taller. I, I mean, I don't know what Apple said. Apple says the depth is the, 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 from the bottom of the keyboard to the top of the keyboard, like from the bottom of the trackpad to the top of the keyboard, that's what they call depth. That's 9.35. I I don't know what we would call that. Like that's a weird measurement to use it, but it's a a weird word to say, but so it's a clever way to make your computer sound smaller since you're not going from edge to edge. Yeah. No, no, you are going from edge to edge. That's what I'm saying. But it like, you are the word depth. I'm just trying to use it to describe because like the width of it, I like depth, I guess, because there's length and width. I don't know why you call that depth, but anyway, that's, that's the word they use, but that, that measurement, uh, across when you are sitting at it is 9.35 inches versus 8.46. So it's, you know, an inch deeper and an inch and a half wider. So it's, it's substantially larger form factor than it's 13 inch brother which may obviously that makes sense makes I sense mean, you need space for the screen you need space for the screen it, that does allow them to fit two more speakers in it's got six instead of four um uh, which I, I suppose is is you know i mean more is better mm-hmm. uh, and the rest of it is basically the same that's it it's it's the um yeah well yeah. the cool thing you so, know it's three pounds 
So that's nice. Yeah, it's uh, a half pound more than the uh, than the other one. So, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's definitely lighter than the pros. Um, <laughs> carrying one of those around. Yeah. But, that, you know, that is what it is. The six speakers is great. And I'm glad to see that they've stuck with the MagSafe. I was so disappointed that they'd gone away from that. And I think MagSafe is a brilliant anti-damage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you use MagSafe on your, on your new one, Pete? For the first time today, I have. Um, it, for those that don't know, you can plug a USB-C into into your MacBook Pro Z port, and it will charge the battery. Right. I started using the MagSafe today just because the only damage I have on my 13-inch MacBook Pro that's a year and a half old is a nick from when I managed to pull it off the table nice. oh, from the yeah. USB okay. cable attached to it. So, All right. Um, so, yeah, so there's so, the there's the 15-inch Air we we also got the uh, Mac Studio, which now has. Before a- you go, before you go, I got one other reason I Great. love the new Air. Great, because Debbie is on the market for a new MacBook, and that brings the one the current ones down by a hundred bucks a piece. It does. So and refurbs <laughs> down even more than that. Even I would more. think. Yeah. So yep. there are some nice machines out there that are really smoking at really good prices now compared to what they were yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I agree. No, it's a, this opens up a nice spot in the, in the product line. There's, there's also, as I said, the Mac studio now has M2 yeah. max and ultra. And finally the transition to Apple Silicon, I will say is nearly complete. Apple said it's complete. And I, I don't like that because it means we aren't getting a I mean, large screen no, Apple Silicon iMac. That's right. But well, Dave, we all have to learn to cope with disappointment at some point yes, in our life. Yes, we do. Oh, I I've 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 run Ventura on this computer. Of course, I've learned to cope <laughs> with disappointment. He knows disappointment. disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the very core. The, <laughs> Audio. <laughs> the Apple Silicon Mac Pro is uh or the Mac Pro is now Apple Silicon uh, if you want it to be and it starts at about 7 grand, just a dollar shy of 7 grand, but no one's going to buy that one. So I saw somebody on Twitter spec it out fully all the way up to about 50K. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Really? Wow. You know, considering the market that uh, this computer is aimed at. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- this isn't something that we buy to use at home. No, it's not. And the Mac Studio solves the problem, at least in the product line of offering the prosumer Mac, if you will. For the home or the home office, whereas this is the heavy-duty Mac, there will still be some people that choose to buy it who don't need it, obviously. Sure. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any any thoughts? So all of the new Macs are on the table for discussion here. What do we have to add before we move on to the new operating system? I've got an initial Macs? impression on it, yeah. and that was that, you know, they they upgraded the Pro. I've, I kind of expected that they would sideline the pro for good discontinue it and so the pro almost seems superfluous considering you can get a studio a low-end studio for a pretty good price to what i don't know yeah i i think to well i mean your point jeff is that the pro is for actual pros in you know design production studios and not many other people mm-hmm yeah, when uh, when Apple showed off the the new Mac Studio, and they're showing off the processor and and, and all of that, I I wondered, has Apple tricked us? And the Mac Pro has been in front of us all along. And what I was wondering is if they were going to say, 
So here's the Mac Studio. Now here's how it becomes a Mac Pro. And then they show this add-on thing that becomes a, like a click-on module that gives you all the other expansion. Oh, yeah. And then you have a Mac Pro. And, um, I mean, because the horsepower you have in the Mac Studio, it's 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 a pro machine as far as functionality goes. Yes. Just there's some other things that pro users need that go beyond the uh, the limited uh, hardware you know uh, expansion that you get with the studio. Yeah. And so they wrapped that up, and I'm like, okay, so I was wrong. That's okay, but it was a fun idea. And then they start talking about the Mac Pro, and they start and they're showing what they're doing with it. I'm like. I wasn't exactly completely wrong because basically that one box that's up in the corner is a Mac studio without the studio case on it. It's just, you know, just that basically that same hardware, but then you have all this other expansion stuff that goes with it that really makes it a pro. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I yep. I, I like that idea. Obviously they went a different route, but that's, that, they, I like it. They, they went the, the correct route. I, I think you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And then uh, any, so now we have Mac OS Sonoma, uh, which. Speaking of Dave's disappointments. Well, I, you know, I mean, it, 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 Apple's going to Apple. There, there are right. lots. They're gonna, they're gonna upgrade their operating system every year. Yep. So it. we were hoping here on Mac Geekab. I was hoping here on Mac Geekab, Jeff, that Apple might go to an every other year cycle with Mac OS, and in this year maybe do you know a Snow Ventura with bug fixes. Sure, I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. we all would. We don't get that, <laughs> um, but we do. I mentioned no for you. I mentioned it in the in the intro. They, Apple talked about it during iPadOS, but digging into stuff, we get multiple timers on every platform, including macOS. So, See, Apple's all about innovation. That they are. Yeah, we truly <laughs> live in a world of wonder. Uh, Catching up to their watch. That's right. Yep. <laughs> uh, we get widgets on the desktop, which I like, and, and we get some of those widgets like notification widgets that can come over via continuity from iOS. So that's going to be interesting, like more integration from that standpoint, which I, I like though. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I'll I go heard ahead. you. I was going to, yeah. I was going to let you finish. And, but at the same time, I was like, no, I have something to say. Yeah. All right. So would you, would you just mentioned the, the widgets with the, uh, the ability to have notifications or whatever from another device on your Mac yeah. interactions. This hits on what to me is the core feature for all the new OSs that Apple is rolling out this year. And it's interactivity and collaboration. So that's collaboration between your devices and collaboration with other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, to me, that's what these updates are. Yeah, you're right. And, and a, a big one, is the video conferencing add-ons that they added to macOS, which I, I want to stress, after having watched the uh, platform State of the Union, which is sort of the keynote for developers-ish, mm-hmm. uh, the video conferencing stuff is all API-driven, meaning, and and in their demos, they weren't showing it with FaceTime, they were showing it with Zoom. So all of this stuff, there's this presenter overlay. There are, you can share multiple screens at once. You can Mm -hmm. share screens on your Mac with the, the, you know, the little green bubble that you never click 
on your Mac? Well, now you can click that. And if you're in a video call, including a third party video call, you can choose to share that window in your active video call. So it's no more of this. How do I find it in this jumble of things that whatever video app mm-hmm. I'm using? It's like, no, I, this is the one I want to share. So let me just say to share it. So, I, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I like that a lot. I, I think that's great. And the fact that they're not mm-hmm. trying to tell us that we have to use FaceTime for all of this, they're adding these features to the OS and making them accessible to third party apps. I, I like I love I love that it, because it yep. means they like it's it's great on the surface, but it also tells me that they are committed to the Mac. They're not it's not just an afterthought. Yes, and doing the the focus on Zoom or highlighting Zoom instead of FaceTime, of course it's intentional because that's how Apple rolls. The message it sends isn't you have to stay in our ecosystem to use our features. It's we want to be a collaborative tool for everyone. Yes. And there you go. And there you go. Yeah. But by the same token, by having all these devices talk to each other in the way they do as seamlessly as they do, they're drawing everybody into their, well, as many people as they can into their ecosystem. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's, that was brilliant. And uh, once you're in, you're not yeah. leaving like, cause no. it, cause it works. Right. It's so a well. commitment it's, once you're in. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, it's a commitment you're okay with because it all works. Right. Yeah. Usually. Well, when it does better than other places. Yes. Generally. <laughs> so Safari on the Mac gets quite a few what I think are really important features. Number one is profiles. I see that being super valuable. I was just showing somebody something the other day where they were like, Oh, I have to log into a different Gmail account. And I'm like, Oh, are you in Chrome already? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, we'll just add another profile. And it was like their mind had not ever considered that that was a way of dealing with all that stuff. Right. And Mm -hmm. now you get profiles in Safari and you get to use them the same way. You can have your home profile. So I, I think that's great. We now get web apps. I wonder which, who he's talking about. The, oh, actually, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. I was oh, talking about no, our... Because you told me the same thing. You're about absolutely Three weeks right. ago, it was about, about using StreamYard. I'm going, I keep, you know, I do one show. I have to log out. I have to log back yeah. in. I have to hit the code. Oh, dude, just use profile. Duh. Yep. I totally okay. forgot about that because yeah. I was talking to our friend Brian yesterday yeah. about profiles and it, it yeah. like blew his mind. It's uh, brilliant. Web apps. I, I am someone yeah. who uses a few web apps currently. I use um, something called, uh, I think I use Unite. There's two apps from BZG apps. One's called Unite that makes web apps out of Safari. One's called Coherence, mm-hmm. which makes them out of yeah. um, Chrome. Having web apps accessible is fantastic. For example, we have a Google Doc that is our Mac Ecab, like show notes that we edit live during the show. I don't want to have to find that in a browser tab. So years ago, I built a web app using Unite and mm-hmm. I am able to launch it. It sits in my dock. I can click on it. It comes up. It is a single app window, but it happens to be a website. And now all you have to do is drop a tab into your dock. And That's done. it. And you're done. Yeah. No, I, 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 I know this does Sherlock the 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 folks at BZG apps and I, I mean that that's never great. Well, a lot of no, it creates an opportunity today, so. for them to to do something that goes beyond what Apple is offering. My this guess is, a third is party opportunity. My guess is they already are doing things that go beyond what Apple's offering, and yeah. so it's probably going to remain. It's always been a tool for power users because it it's too 
I, like it's too complicated. <sighs> complicated is the wrong word. It's too outside the box for most people to think, I want that. Let me go find an app that's going to give me that functionality, right? Whereas now if it's inside the box and it's right there, I think more people will do this and then probably create that opportunity for BZG apps market to grow with all their little mm -hmm. nuanced features. Yeah, yeah. Dump, dump mm -hmm. twisting corner. Uh, I figured it out today, but it was probably four or five times in Discord. I had not seen the term before. Sherlock. Oh, so... Right. There was an app called Sherlock that let you search your Mac. And uh, this is a decade and a half ago, maybe more. And then Apple. Probably more because I'm, I've been here 16 years. Yeah, so, so. everybody yeah. used Sherlock because okay. you needed something. Was it Watson? No, Apple's thing was Watson. Apple's thing was, uh, yeah. was it? Yes. Okay. So okay. Uh, the, uh, the app was, no, it was called Watson. No, I forget. Honestly, I thought. I don't I'm even remember anymore. I, there was an it was app. A long time ago. I forget the name of it. Someone will write into feedback at macgeekab.com and tell it's us. Dumb question. Skip that. Uh, no, it's not a dumb question. Uh, <laughs> the there 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 was an app that everyone used to search their Macs, uh, and everybody had it because you needed it. And then in Mac OS eight, thank you, Mark M, in our Discord at live.macgeekab.com. Apple introduced the Sherlock functionality in Mac OS 8, which completely negated the need for this very popular third-party app. And so that's why we have adopted the term Sherlocking. So Apple made Sherlock, and it it killed off the need for everyone to have the ubiquity of this other app. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, Sherlock, um, I, my, my quick Google search... Um, there was a different built-in search feature named Sherlock, named after the. Oh wait, never mind. That actually doesn't help at all. Yeah, yeah. I forget what that. I forget what the the app's name was, but the app was not Sherlock. It was. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, somebody will help us and get get there at some point. But anyway, we will move on. Um, so it, web apps, and then, and this goes to every every device with the new software we get to share iCloud keychain passwords and and pass keys with a group of people uh if you would like which is my, <laughs> Sherlock's parts of one password because that's one of the main reasons that people have used one password is because uh, okay. of that. Okay. All right, cuz that one stumped me. I'm like isn't that the point of a password that the other people can't get no like so there's why would you want to share it but yeah i get there, it because we have a family vault and a private vault or a business a vault or right a business sure. yep absolutely so you know okay that it doesn't really sherlock that feature in one password because it's like so many of these things where apple gives us a little bit so if it's something you need it's there but if it's something that you need where you really need it and it and it needs to be something beyond just this very basic thing yeah then um then third party apps step in like keychain did not sherlock one password and and the app that that first got sherlocked was called watson oh um, it wow okay so they yeah, apple from Corellia exactly. software yeah that's it right thank yeah. you um i have one more so, feature in mac os okay. that was not announced in the keynote you know that wonderful thing that we do when or that we get to do 
when a two-factor code is sent to us via SMS and it just autofills right there in Safari? Sometimes. Right. Most times. Most times. Yep. Now it will look for those same codes in mail on all your devices. Nice. Not just not just on Mac, but but you know iOS and iPadOS get this too. So yeah, I know it's it's pretty. That'll good. be handy. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. It's good. Uh, be uh, uh, made obsolete, obsoleted by passkeys. Yeah. Well, eventually. Eventually. Uh, not we everything, hope. but we but hope. Yes, <laughs> it will get there. And then the one last thing I believe that I have in the not announced during the keynote list for macOS Sonoma is that it adds, and I think again this is across all the platforms, visual lookup, and Apple's description is. Find recipes for similar dishes just by using a photo. Uh, look up information on an object that appears uh, either in a picture or in a paused video frame. So you can pause a video and say, find me more things like whatever is on the screen. So however you nice. choose to use that is up to you. And there is there is a uh, sensitive content warning now that will block you from having to see uh, images that are sent to you that on device, your device decides has uh, nudity and, and other sort of trigger warning things in them. So, so sorry, Pete, sorry. you're going to have to let me know you're sending me those photos first. <laughs> okay. Uh, That's a little is creepy. It, is it time to I will move say on? One other quick okay. thing, the yeah, widgets yeah? that fade, you know, they're, they're there, but they fade nicely into the background. They're yep. less distracting. I, a lot of thought went into that. I really agree. Impressed. I, I, I love what they're doing with the widgets, and yeah. I love the idea of using them, and I know me. It is not a feature I'm going to take advantage of on my Mac. Yep. Yeah, there's there's a lot of distraction yeah. potential there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, well, they used to be a lot more prominent and interactive not so many OSs ago, back in Tiger and Lion, mm. were they not? And then they just kind of faded off into the... Yeah, they went away and then they came back and now they're trying to find a way to bring them back. Make no, them you're more upstairs. interactive again. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, you're right. Um, all right, so uh, we, we all knew it was coming. Apple did wind up using the phrase "one more thing," which I don't believe we've seen since yeah. uh, Steve passed since away. The Apple Watch. It was the Apple Watch. Okay, I wonder. Yes, right. Yeah, the so Apple Tim Watch has used got it one twice more thing. now. Right. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. As those words were coming out of my mouth, I was thinking, wait a minute. No, I was sitting there in the, you know, in the room where that happened. Right. Yeah. 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 It With awful cell service or something, there was some server outage that day that we had at Mac Observer or something. Oh, I vaguely remember that. You were using everybody some kind has. of a, yeah. There, yeah. There was some, anyway, uh, they used it when they, today, when they announced the, uh, the Vision Pro, the Apple Vision Pro, which is, as they call it, their spatial computing headset. Uh, thoughts, Jeff? This is some crazy fracking cool technology. Regardless of whether or not this is something you're interested in using personally, as they say, holy forking shirt balls, what, the, what they showed Stop off, it's... You know, it is eye-watering cool. 
when when uh when Zuckerberg did the uh the new meta headset announcement a few days ago to get out in front of Apple's news, what he probably learned today in retrospect is Whoops. that he should have just kept his mouth shut and not said anything about the this uh this uh cheapo headset that they're designing and I say cheapo because the the selling point on that product it's not the features. It's the price point. Right. Um, but with Apple's, it's the features. And the, I think they're doing an amazing job. If this does everything as well as they're claiming, this does an amazing job of getting beyond the I'm completely isolated when I put my headset on so that you can have a sort of mixed reality environment, but you can control that level. And so I can completely immerse in a movie or a project I'm working on, but then dial it back literally so I can see to to go and get a snack out of the fridge. Right. What I likened it to when I was talking to my sister earlier tonight was it, it's like wearing ski goggles. I mean, my hope was that this was going to be something that would work with my glasses. Okay, we don't have that technology yet. I bet in 10 years a pair of glasses will we'll do it. Maybe, yeah. maybe 20, but I was like, oh man, I really hope that they don't have this big, heavy plastic solid thing. And the, the brilliance that they've put into this, the thought of it's like looking at ski goggles. Now, obviously it's projected onto the screen. It's not a clear lens, but they make it look like a, a translucent lens that you're mm-hmm. looking at somebody's face. You're looking at their eyes. So if someone winks, you can see one eye closed that, and it it uh, it's like a video of their face underneath there. It's so cool. I mean, it just the thought that went into it is. Well, they also did something that I haven't seen any of these other um, uh, VR headset makers do, which is genuinely address vision issues. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I I have never found a uh, a VR headset that I like or can wear than more than just a few minutes because. I have to wear glasses with them, which smashes my glasses into my face, which screws up the the op, the uh, the focal distance, and then it hurts. And uh, if I take my glasses off, there's no way to get the the image in focus, even though it's close to my face. And what Apple did was they designed it so that you have control over the that distance between your pupils with the lenses, and you can put prescription lenses in these things. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. I I found it very interesting that the word reality was either never used or if it was used, it was used in passing. It was not a in fact, I didn't hear the word reality come out of an Apple employee's mouth during the announcements today other until they started talking about reality kit during Mm -hmm. the State of the Union. Right. They the the term they use. And I, I, I think I think that the reality distortion field has has eroded enough that I'm I'm confident saying what I'm about to say. I think spatial computing is the right term to use for what they showed us today. This is it's not the virtual reality gimmicky stuff it's it's not even what we have in my opinion what we have seen as augmented reality it's you are using your computer in this way not you are interacting with your environment 
with this like extra thing on. This is this is your computer or a computer, just like your phone is a computer mm-hmm. that you have. Your Mac is a computer that you have. This, for the people that will have it, is another computer that they will have, we will have, that you interact with in its native way. But it's not the the lens on your environment. It is another way of interacting. I think there's people who will have this that maybe would have a MacBook and an external monitor and won't buy the external monitor. But they also won't buy a 60-inch TV for their apartment, uh, especially Don't somebody who lives alone. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it remains to be seen how this works with multiple people and, like, like all of that. But Well, they will for a while, as long as you can get a 60-inch TV for under $500. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's you know, that. Sure. You're not going to buy a whole family $3,500 headsets. <laughs> no, but if you're, if you're in a studio apartment and it's just you, yes. you know, is there Brilliant. a world where this makes more sense? Or, or if, if you are someone who spends a great deal of your life on airplanes or whatever, think about it. You have, you know, the smallest MacBook Air that you can get or an iPad and then this thing is your screen mm-hmm. on an airplane, in a hotel room, wherever you are in your space, you're not space constrained. So I like this idea of spatial computing with computing being the focus of what you are using this device for. Yes, sure. I mean, we use our computing devices for entertainment as well. And that's certainly part of this. But it's, I don't know, like that, that was the part of this that really obviously struck struck me yeah i i'm with you when uh when they were going through the demo uh or going through all the features and showing stuff off they uh they got to the point where they took us into that design studio and showed it being used there and when they hit that that was the point where where i really felt like I found a solid, legit use case. Yeah. Because up until that, it was just this really fracking cool technology. But uh, being able to have your your business workspace where it takes up as much space as you need in your face, but not in your real world. And that, and I was looking at it thinking the same thing you said, which is you have your laptop and you have this, but you don't have a big display. Right. And and I and I was looking at my desk thinking, I've got this 34-inch wide curved display right here. If that went away, my whole desk really opens up and I can sit here and work and have a much bigger screen than I do right now, especially when they showed the part where it's just through the screen from your laptop yeah. up in front of your face. And then make it bigger. Like And yeah. then make it bigger. Yep. I and, and think about, you know, um people who work uh, in in either cubicles or even open space environments where, where again where space is at a premium you can be with other people you can collaborate with other people i i think i it's certainly this is not the first this is not the last of these that we will see i think you know there I will agree. be other vendors who probably much less expensively create something that approximates bits and pieces of this, but maybe not the entire feature set of it. But that, that like, if you're going to outfit an office of 20 people and you're like, wait, I don't want to buy them monitors, but let's do, let's do this type of thing and, and get there as long as it's, 
the, the, like you said, the point is, or the, the key is how smooth will it be? Mm-hmm. The price, the price point at thirty four ninety nine. my first thought, well, they said thirty four ninety nine, and you can't get it until next year. Right. Okay, great. Can't even place a pre-order. My guess, like we saw with the original iPhone, there will be more features. It will get better. The battery life, they say, is two hours if you've got the little battery pack or whatever. It's definitely mm-hmm. going to be four or five hours. They're going to say, oh, we figured out a way to make it more efficient. And it's going to be less than thirty four ninety nine. That That's my prediction. Obviously, I have no insight. I knowledge. like this prediction. I yeah. also, and I can't take credit for this next bit, but uh, I eventually will take credit for it, but not today. I saw somebody, I think it was on Mastodon, saying, you know, they called this the Apple Vision Pro. Doesn't that mean that we will eventually have Apple Vision Air that does some subset of these features, sure. right, for mm-hmm. a lower price, you know, yada, yada, sure. yada. Yep. So I, like, I was thinking the same thing. Yep. And, and I think the other thing that's going to be cool about this, <clears throat> excuse me, the the augmented reality, and, and not to be nitpicky, I, they, I know they used the term AR if they didn't use augmented reality. I remember them saying AR but huh. because they were talking about being able to hand things back and forth and sure. working within your room and seeing people and interacting. But th- the thing that I see a huge potential for is, is training, be it flight training, yeah. training surgeons, training mechanics, training anybody on, on anything where, you know, it's expensive to go work on a jet engine or get a donated jet engine at your school. You, now you don't need one. Right. You, you know, that sort of thing. It's expensive to get, uh, well, cadavers are probably expensive too, but it's expensive to have people come in and uh, uh, volunteer to be operated on an open heart surgery. Yeah, fair. Now you don't need it. Yeah, fair. And this, I, I'm amazed at where this is going to go. This does, they showed it working with, or they said it would work with a keyboard and a mouse. Um, mm-hmm. For those use cases, they showed it being used with a traditional game controller. Mm-hmm. And I, like I and and then of course you know hand gestures. One thing that was described in the uh, State of the Union is uh, that you can. I think it was either an AR kit or reality kit that allows you developers, not us as users, but developers to, can create custom hand gestures to use in their app. So there will be the the you know sort of system wide gestures that work all throughout Vision Pro, but if you have a specific thing that your app needs people to be able to do, you can create your own custom gestures uh, for them to do with their hands in your app. So I thought that was pretty that was pretty cool too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did, did you going to be able to have conversations with people across the Wait, world as uh, if they're? Go ahead, Pete. Uh, go you go first. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I was just saying you're going to be able to have conversations with people across the world. Yes. Like they're sitting right in the room with you. Things like that. So you you said that in our our Discord chat during the thing. And I had um, about a minute prior to that had a thought. The way you FaceTime with this, it obviously it it, well, maybe not obviously it can't see your face. And Apple explained all. I mean, it sees enough of your face to get your your like eye gestures and things like that. But it doesn't have a camera on your face that someone on a FaceTime call right. could see. So it builds, I forget what they call it, a digital persona of you. You scan right. your face with the thing and right. And that's all fine and good and great. And that allows you to have that, that, you know, meaningful conversation with somebody who's, you know, on the other side of the world or something, who's also wearing one of these. 
It also opens up the opportunity for you to have a meaningful conversation with someone who is no longer alive. Yes. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. This was a huge, a huge thing at CES, right? People capturing, I think it was also called digital personas of, of, you know, themselves or relatives before they Mm -hmm. pass away. And they're including their voices and their mannerisms and all of that stuff. And, And, you know, in a few thousand words and you you can make your own Tasha Yar. You can make your own Tasha Yar. There you go. There you go. I think that has real potential for evil though. Oh, I, I, I didn't say it. I, I shared good, the idea. Good, or evil. good and evil. That's right. The I, idea I, is there. I but have the no, good and evil potential, yeah. you know, mom really wants you to sell her house now that mm. she's, <laughs> look, she said so. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Just saying. So, okay. Yeah. We got to go. We got to move on here because mm-hmm. other, I, 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 yeah. um, doesn't need to be the headset. Show. iOS 17. <laughs> So, wait, uh, they announced a new iOS today? They did. Um, sort of. Cool. One of my favorite things that they mentioned during the iOS announcement, I'm sure we get it on all platforms again, is search filters in messages like we have in mail. So that, uh, although we were complaining on this morning's episode that mail search filters Just are, this very day. are very confusing to like actually get it to stick with criteria set number one and then you know uh move on to criteria set number two but being able to have those in messages is better than not having them in messages and maybe just maybe by having them in messages someone will decide at apple will decide hey we need to make these work a little more intuitively so maybe they get better i don't know we can live in hope you know um, like, like Craig Federighi says, we truly live in a world of wonder with those multiple timers. And maybe we can add more intuitive, um, mail and message filters to, I don't know. You know, the fact that, that they took the time in the keynote to point out multiple timers. I feel like somebody listens to this show. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, there were so many things that they could have highlighted uh, yeah. and then just put this on the slide yep. and not mentioned, and it would have been totally fine. I don't know. It's ridiculous that the only place you get multiple timers right currently right now is with Apple Watch because you can do right. multiple timers there. You can't do them on any of others it, with Apple's native apps on any other platform. You can do it with the yes Lady on HomePod. Right. Ah, oh, there you go. It. I knew it. I, yep. As this is why you brought me mouth. on, so yeah, I can remind you. I don't have HomePod. I, you know, I have such a Sonos house. It, it, Wrong it again, Dave. You, it's it's yeah. okay, Dave, because uh, I'm finding HomePod to be incredibly frustrating. Oh, good. I'm. Oh, I, don't I know why. My ooh, ooh, pick me. I know why. Go, it's Violet. It's the S lady. Mm. She. They better catch her. They didn't talk much. They didn't talk any improvement to her, and well, they better figure that out fast. The, it, I had a, after we got through everything, but I'll put it okay. in now, I had a question to ask all of us. Well, and I, it came yeah. from, I believe it was Mark M in our, uh, in our uh, discord, discord. Chat. Thank you. Okay. At MackieGub.com slash discord. He asked, where was AI today? There was no mention of AI in, in, in terms of AI, certainly there are things Apple does that use that rely on it. Sure, machine learning, neural networks, the, the 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 building blocks of AI. We could call different pieces of it AI, but there was no. There, I mean, 
in the developer state of the union, they started by talking about Swift macros, which sort of like write some code for you in your projects. Mm -hmm. So there was this, like it was sort of there, but they never said it's like, you know, it's like a GitHub copilot. It writes your code for you like AI. There was no mention of AI. And I, I can understand why Apple would choose to stay out of saying anything using the term AI. And I also think it's a huge mistake because Siri sucks compared to the other Boy, uh, assistants. And, Unless, and not in a good way. And it's Sorry. gonna that that delta is gonna get that gap is gonna get wider yeah. if uh if they don't get on the AI bandwagon with Siri. I mean, Bass. it's already using Bass. some version of AI. Like there's some like obviously, but it's not sure it is. A it's good one. you know, considering ten years ago. Right. She's amazing. Just amazing. But compared what? to Google Assistant or the Amazon oh, A lady, yeah. no. Just not even not even in the same ballpark. No. No. It's it, it's very frustrating because we all grew up with uh, with Captain Kirk and Captain Picard talking yeah. to the computer, and it just works. Yeah. So we have an expectation, and uh, and what I think Apple is doing is taking a very different approach to AI than say what what uh well uh. What we Any want, of these companies are doing. Yeah, what we well, expect, what Google and Amazon. <laughs> From what are we doing. expect, yes, yeah. and um, and then that's currently being compounded by the fact that uh, that OpenAI and and other companies in that same space are rolling out uh, large language models and telling us it's AI, right? And it's creating this expectation that's completely wrong, and uh, and people are expecting that Apple should have an LLM running um, on a, on the home pod. And when you say something, then it responds back like a human and, uh, and they're conflating the, this whole artificial intelligence with large language model. And, uh, and it's creating this hot mess of confusion and I don't think Apple wants to go down that path anyhow, but they they need to do something to make it clear to the to the average person what it is that they are doing. I mean, I look at all these devices in front of me that have Apple logos on them, and it's obvious to me that I'm seeing AI and and ML stuff happening yes. all the time, but it's not that in your face Star Trek computer stuff. No, but we will. Here's the thing. I, you're right that saying that AI is only things that are using LLMs, large language models like ChatGPT, is a misnomer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for the purposes of this conversation here, let's use the umbrella definition of AI that includes all of this stuff, including the large language models. The fact that Apple is doing nothing with a large language model, a.k.a. that thing that the general public currently calls AI, mm -hmm. is a huge mistake. I, I really think it is because within we already have text based LLMs that are answering like humans. Mm -hmm. We are much closer to having voice based uh, assistants that are using LLMs that will be answering like humans. I, I guarantee you we will see. 
Google Assistant oh, sure. and and Amazon A Lady doing this. I, I'm surprised Google Assistant isn't doing it yet, right? Because we're mm-hmm. like they have Bard, like it's all right there. They, we just like we are. Mm-hmm. If we're six months away, I'm that's probably double the amount of time that it'll it'll actually take for us to have this in our homes, right? Because the tech is all there. We just need somebody to glue it together, and you know they already have. They just need to roll it out. Yep. By not having that on HomePod and iPhone and Apple Watch, Apple is going to fall so far behind in terms of, I mean, they're already behind. That's what I mean about this gap widening. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. You know, I, I talked earlier about the integration of all the various devices, the, the Mac, the iPad, the phone, the watch, that sort of thing. If there's one thing that's going to draw people out of the Apple gar- walled garden, that's it. it. You're you're yeah. not wrong, but you don't have to leave. Well, I guess you do have to leave the Apple walled garden. You don't have to leave all your Apple devices behind. That's true. That fair enough. Yeah. But maybe give it a year. If my iPhone can't do, if I want Jane, right? Like an Apple Jane from Ender's Game, right? Yeah. It, from the Ender Universe, Jane yeah. was the assistant that everyone had. Mm-hmm. Jane would theoretically maintain your privacy by not telling other people what it knew about you. Right. So, uh, but it was a voice assistant that was aware of everything you did and everyone you encountered and then would, you know, process things and be your always on assistant. We are getting closer and closer to having that as a reality. I want Apple to be the ones that create Jane for me. Because I trust them with with my privacy and my data more than any other company out there. And I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I even need to say that. Like it it should be And if there's any company on the planet that has the resources to do it, Apple is it. Get off the dime and do it, Apple. Yep. How, how is it that we've made it this far into voice assistant, AI, ML, and we still cannot give the S lady uh, a compound or complex statement. Right. Hey, hey, yes, lady, I'm home. Turn on the living room lights. Of, uh, set the TV for the new Ted Lasso show. And, uh, and no let my Ted friends. Lassos. There's no more Ted Lasso's, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Just okay. don't don't ruin this fantasy for me, Dave. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like your fantasy. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. Uh, send a message to Dave that I can chat when he's ready. And, uh, it, you know, and. And whatever else. Lock and the door. my slippers, darn it. <laughs> Right. And uh, and just do all of these things, figure it all out from what I just said, and and, the, and it just because does GPT can respond to those in order, item by item by item, right now. Yep. Right. And right now, if I, if I want to do something like turn on the living room lights, turn off the hall lights, and uh, set my office light color to blue. That's a, that's a five-minute process. To do it, with. assuming it works at all. Well, that's what I mean. And yeah. two of those five minutes is going and fixing yourself a drink because of how frustrated you now are. <laughs> right. With, right. So, yeah. And her right. responding, the Google app you need to do that is not installed. <laughs> yeah. Pete gets that from Siri all the time. The Google so app. Google app you, need? So here, you know what's cool? I actually did this a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, yes, lady, turn off the living room lamp. Off it went. And I, w- I walked out of the room and I went, oh, I forgot something. Hey, yes, lady, turn the living room lamp on. The Google app you need to turn it on is not installed. I went, hey, yes, lady, 
the living room lamp that you just turned off, turn it back on. And it worked. What? Oh, I'm sorry. You, man, you keep hitting that microphone today. I'm going to have to come over there, There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me come over there. You've got to be kidding me. How on earth did that work? It shouldn't have worked, but I went, I was so frustrated. (laughs) I just went, (laughs) look, you just turned it off. Turn it back on. Turn it back on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If I was like, oh, "Oh, yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. So Mm -hmm. back to. The the reactions from the keynote. What I'm going to do for this last little segment is we're just going to combine everything that we haven't talked about yet, which is the rest of iOS 17, because we got one item into that. Maybe there was only one item left to talk about with that, but we got one item in before we took the AI path, which we were going to take anyway. Mm -hmm. And then we have iPad OS 17, watch OS 10, super happy that Apple merged all the version version numbers into just year because we should have iOS 2023, iPad OS 2023, watch OS 2023. We don't have that. Uh, One of the things that, and we talked about multiple timers, that I like for iOS 17 is the standby uh, mode where you put your iPhone on a MagSafe charger and you turn that it was cool, huh? into landscape mode and it, mm-hmm. it, it changes and it becomes a different thing. Various widgets. It's a clock. It's a I, calendar. It's at first, like in the first five seconds of them showing that I thought, Oh, this is stupid. I already have what I need by my bed. I don't need this. That's it's just an alarm clock. Look, whatever. I don't want it on all night anyway. And then by the 17 second mark, I had done a complete 180 and I'm like, I will use this every day at my desk. This is amazing. I want this right now. How quickly can I install the beta? So I'm with you. That was one of those features that, well, I was hooked like right away because my iPhone is my nightstand clock. Anyhow, so now it'll be upright instead of laying flat. And at my desk, the charger stand that I have for my iPhone, it, it has a sensor in it, so it actually moves the uh, the coil up or down depending on, on what position my phone is in. So I'll just set my phone uh, in landscape mode in the charger. There we go. Boom. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, it's yep. freaking amazing. Actually, he is. Yeah, but That's yes. Fascinating. <laughs> now, how have I known you this long and that phrase has never come up in an opportunity? Oh, for you to actually respond that way. I love it. Right. Uh, so there, there's that. The um, the sharing by tapping, uh, or not tapping, but but the sharing by airdrop, by putting our phones close to each other with, with either our contact cards and all of that stuff. I, I, 15 years ago, there was an app called Bump, and all you I had remember. to do was bump your phones I together. remember bumping now, back yeah, in the day. So we get now to bump you. again. Bump got Sherlocked, but they went, they right. went under long before they... They could claim they that. So yeah, yeah. I'll probably great. stick with with my uh, dot card. There you go. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, picked one, one of those up reference. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Another one that's about to get Sherlocked, I think, is PDF Expert. I Take again a shot of your PDF. It recognizes mm, fields. No, it's gonna let you put signatures in. You don't think so? Okay. Nope. I, no, nope. maybe not. But for the, for people that don't need the features that come in PDF Expert, okay, this Fair gives enough. them yeah, what they need. It's, it's a full featured, and I, and obviously iOS doesn't have that, but they're working right. in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll I never mean, get it'd be there. Like saying Keychain yeah. is is slowly Sherlocking one password. No, it is not. Um, but over time, it will be uh, a viable opportunity or op- option for a wider range of people. Yep. 
I, I think it's I think your your comments earlier about the the um BZ the, the web apps and BZG apps unite and coherence, it's the same here with PDF expert. There's there's a few things that this does that people were probably weren't gonna spend, you know, over a hundred bucks to get anyway, but this mm-hmm. opens that door. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, fair I enough. I agree. Yep. How about this? Finally, in 2021, uh, Apple Insider, I believe, was the first to report that our Siri remotes for the Apple TV had Find My capability in them, but we had no way of using it or activating it. And iOS 17 finally brings that home. We can use our phones to find the lost remote. Why? That may be the one that I should have led the show with instead of the multiple timers, but we've talked so much about the multiple timers here that it was yeah. obvious, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I, fascinating that they, the sleeper feature, we've got these things in our home. Hopefully Apple hasn't been using them to figure out where our remotes are already. Not that I actually, well, if bought. they were, I wish my home pod would tell me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just let me know. You can know, please just let me know. But I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. went on my way and went on Amazon and bought a little, little rubber case that fits around my Apple TV remote and as an air tag. Well, you can get rid of that air tag in, <laughs> yeah. uh, in September or October. Oh, I can we... use that air tag for something else. Exactly you know, right. Yeah, you, you know, can repurpose it. Yeah, now you have yeah. to figure out something else you might lose. What they haven't done yet, and I'm shocked, shocked, they haven't given us a flat credit card-sized air tag yet. No, but there is. Uh, there is one. There is an off. off yeah, it's the the Rolling one. Square people have one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put a link in the show notes here. We will talk about it in 986. I almost talked yeah. about it in 984 this morning, but we ran out of yeah. time. But yeah, yeah, there is there is one from Rolling Square. I'm just shocked that Apple hasn't done it yet. I know they know there's a need for it. Speaking of Find My, you can now share your uh, Find My, you know, your AirTags. You can create a group of them that you can share with, uh, I think, up to like five other people. What it would say, uh, yeah. share AirTag or Find My Network accessories with up to five other people. Everyone in the group can see the item on a map and play a sound to pinpoint the location of a shared accessory when nearby. So, yeah. And, and the, then- the first time I lose something at a conference that has an AirTag with it, all my friends, I'm sharing this with them so they can all be looking right now. That's a great idea. <laughs> right. right. Well, at least five. You probably have more than five friends at a, at a conference. The five that are that are physically closest That's to me it. in that moment. Yes, your, your, phys- your proximity, it makes you, uh, puts you higher on the list of, of my friends. That's it. Yes, Jeff's proximity-based friendship. Proximity-based friendship. You crystallize my thoughts, I have have geofences for my (laughs) friends. There you go. Hey, Uh we're having fun here, and that's a good thing. Um, The mental health tracking that Apple has put into iOS 17 and and the other operating systems as well, checking in with you and then using your other data points like your sleep and your uh you know just your mood well but but asking you about your mood but then also relating that to hey when you say you're sad 80 percent of the time you didn't get enough sleep or you didn't exercise the day before right like and of course keeping all of this on you didn't have enough to drink oh sorry right well or maybe (laughs) you had too much to drink i don't know why there isn't yet a thing in uh, in Apple Health 
Like you can log, like you can log your food. You can log all this stuff. I guess there would be a, th- it would be a third party app and they probably do exist, but uh, to log your alcoholic beverages or, or, you know, whatever substances you use, I, yeah. I think it would be a good thing to just, because that would be a good thing. Knowing is, is and as like, long as the, you know, and again, who, who do you trust with the privacy for that? Right. Bingo. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there's, yeah, there's you know, not a lot of big companies and, and I'm, I'm very distrustful of, of even Apple. But that being said, if it's on I, device, I, it's on device. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think of, of, of all the big companies that I don't trust. Apple is the least of them. Yeah. I don't, I trust the most, I guess of, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. so that, no, that's a big deal. And I had mentioned it in the discord at some point that, you know, that's going to be, I, I think helpful to oh. people that are in my situation, which is a professional pilot. Gee, you think there's any pilots out there that are taking antidepressants, which are verboten? They're out there, but they're hiding it. And as long as it's forbidden, they're going to hide it. Wouldn't you rather know about it and have somebody working positively on fixing their issues? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hey, you know, my answer is asking a question. I I don't know. know. And as a guy that sits in the back of the plane who isn't allowed to go up front and fly, I would prefer that the person who's flying up front, uh, if they do need antidepressants or whatever to yeah. you know help regulate their mental health yeah. well like it would be good that everybody's yeah i'm with I, you i will say this i won't completely uh uh burn them down to the ground they're, they're out of the stone age and into the dark ages at least there are some antidepressants now which are acceptable you know, they, they, yeah and, okay. they've, and they've moved forward on that and they had an amnesty program for a while i don't know where that stands but sure but the but it isn't flying. It isn't the only one. You know, there's people operating trains and trucks and buses, and there's people operating heavy equipment, and there's other, and I'm sure there's other yeah. professions. I don't know what they are, but they're safety-related. And, oh, my gosh, you don't want people hiding those issues. You want them positively well, working I mean, on this, a good outcome. Yeah, this comes mm-hmm. down to the whole stigma. I yeah. see a therapist. I, it's yeah. it's like I have no qualms about it. In fact, I ran into my therapist at like a community event the other day and he came and said, hi, I introduced him to my family who he had not yet met. And then the next time I saw him, he was like, I hope that was okay. I hope I wasn't like breaching your trust. I'm like, no, no, it's, it's totally fine. Like I'm okay with like, this is a good, it's okay. Like I have a doctor, a medical doctor. I have a, 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 a head doctor. Like it's all fine. It's all good. Well, at least yeah, we have met all Lisa, didn't go, oh, so you're... Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't remember who I had Just this conversation like with. And Dave, I think it might have been you mm. years ago where, where we were talking about mental health and therapy. And I made a comment about, I, I see therapy the same as I see uh, 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 car maintenance doesn't matter how well your car's running every now and then you take it in for a tune up and an oil change. Yep. It's the same for your brain. Yep. Yep. I I couldn't agree more. All right. So we have a few minutes left. Actually, we don't, but we're going to do it anyway. Right. Uh, We'll do a little bit of a quarter of a quick run through anything that was not announced in the keynote that we have not yet talked about. I have a list so I don't want to Sherlock any of your <laughs> lists, and I don't know what's on your list. So, Jeff, do you have anything that is on your mind that we haven't talked about that wasn't announced in the in the keynote? You know, we, we've done a really good job of, of hitting the stuff that, uh, that was uh, coming up for me. 
and you even hit the thing in um, uh, in the developer state of the developers thing that I was going to bring up, which was the 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 whole macros thing, and uh, and Apple making it easier to have Swift help you write code. But to go along with that, I the overarching theme for the de, the state of developers for me was Apple listening and understanding that they need to take steps to make it easier and less opaque for developers to do the things they do. And to that point, the they mentioned this in the keynote, but the whole game mode thing that they talked about in the keynote, they dug deeper into that uh, in the uh, State of the Union. Mm-hmm. They That is all about porting games from Windows. In fact, Windows and gaming consoles. In fact, they said in the State of the Union, which was a little bit more keynote-like than like nerdy State of the Union, they said, if you're a developer who builds games for Windows or gaming consoles, this is for you. It's to show you yes. how easy it is to port your stuff over. I, yes, fascinating. That's that's almost verbatim what they said. I mean, they, I, I, they, it is they literally said, I, I this it. is for you. This is for you. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete, do you have anything that you that, that you found that they didn't mention in the keynote before um, I go I, through my lightning well, round? Well, I didn't. I didn't. I confess now that wasn't. Uh, I didn't know that was my assignment. It wasn't an assignment. Things that weren't. I know. These are the nerdy things. We, it's totally that, fine. I just didn't right. want to Sherlock didn't occur you. Occur to me to go look for things that they d- did put in there that they didn't talk about today. I'm like, oh yeah, I probably should have done that. That would have been. I bet I found some really cool stuff. Yeah. So I did find but some cool stuff. The okay. Apple TV gets yeah. third party VPN support. They say. This can benefit I'm just seeing that. Yes, this can benefit enterprise and education users wanting to access content on their private networks, allowing Apple TV to be a great office and conference room solution. Sure. Also, it sure. lets you right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So lets you watch Netflix from another country. So I like that. That's good. Uh you can now use any USB camera with your iPad. That's new and mm-hmm. interesting. Um the you can link related notes to each other. So if you have a group of notes for like a trip that you're taking, you can link them to each other. And yep. So that's there. Yeah, uh, it's almost like journaling was kind of cool. They talked about that. Yes. And, right. You know, yeah. The, right. The, the journaling music you thing. were listening to. I joked on the discord. No, oh, what, what? No smell of vision, you know, no smells. <laughs> they didn't yeah, get that. Right. Cause you know, you have the audio, the visual and, and that was kind of cool. Yep. They, you know, also with notes, you can start something in notes and migrate it to pages seamlessly. So if things get a little more than notes, I like that. Um, in mail, it this is interesting. It They say you can see travel-related emails at the top of your search results as your trip dates approach. So that's interesting. If you start searching for maybe flights or something, it's going to bring the like the the ones for your next trip up, even if that's not the most recent thing from, I don't know, like I'll have to see this to, to, to get it. Yeah. My, my assumption is, is that your search results are being intercepted locally. Right. And then, and then your computer or your Mac is re-ranking Google search results 
No, not, and as, not search results. Your mail. This happened. Oh, your this mail is happening. Your mail I had search misinterpreted results. what they were doing. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Your mail search results. Right. Yep. Um, finally fixed that. On iOS 17, a couple of these for iOS 17. Apps can now ask for ad-only permissions for your calendar. So if you have an app that you want to let add to your calendar, but it never is going to need the, the to see the, the contents of your calendar, that's a new permission that can be granted, which I like. Um, I like that. In Maps for iOS 17, you can now download Maps for offline access, which is great. We don't yep. need to. Uh, iPad can do that too. Okay, right. Perfect. Thank you. And the Maps app also allows you to pick your uh, preferred EV electric vehicle uh, charging network, and then it will show you that network on your Maps. So you can stay right in Apple Maps. Uh, Grocery lists in reminders automatically sort items into categories to make shopping easier, and you can change how items are grouped, and the list remembers your preferences. This may actually get me to use, in limited situations, the Reminders app. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, And then there are new, uh, there are now zoom and pan controls when using continuity camera with studio display or your iPhone. So this was sort of a thing that could happen automatically, but you didn't get any controls over it. Now you can actually control it kind of like webcam settings or camo. So a few more features for uh, for all of that. So I think, oh, and speaking of camera apps, third-party camera apps get access now to volume shutter buttons, uh, zero shutter lag, overlapping captures, a.k.a. pictures, and deferred processing. So all the things that Apple's camera app was the only app that could do, now third-party apps can do that too. Good. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So... That's what we One have, cool folks. Things. I got two quick things. Amazing. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So the phone, the phone app. Yep. You can essentially screen a call screening. You, you got a number that comes up. They're not in your contacts. They're starting to leave a message. Who are, oh, I do want to talk. That's the dentist office. Or, yes. You know, they're mm-hmm. using a different number. Oh, that's crew scheduling. No, I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I do want to talk to them. Uh, Just yeah. not right it, now. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Wow. The, the, li- the, the call screening with voicemail is and great. Transcribing what but they're seeing. The transcription is the key. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, you know, anyway. So that what one was, is going to be huge. What was the other one? And the other one was uh, the ability to, uh, essentially, it's another continuity feature. You start transferring a file via Bluetooth and it's too big. And I don't have, I got to go. I got a bus to catch. Yeah. I got to go. And it continues uh, after so if you start transferring a large file it continues to transfer over the internet once so this isn't continuity that's airdrop it was airdrop to start oh but once you leave bluetooth range they called it con- i think you keep saying bluetooth airdrop doesn't use bluetooth for transfers it uses wi-fi uh, okay. it uses bluetooth to find to, other to devices okay. right exactly and okay. then it's and then it's wi-fi but yes it continues over the internet okay because uh, they said once you're out of bluetooth range that's fair that makes sense the handshake dies that's so fair. I, I used that's why i used it but no yeah, you're right the, the, yeah, the yeah. fact that it continues on after you leave was a huge uh, oh yeah find i, I think, agree to me so yeah yeah, yeah. So. all right do we have anything else I think that I I know my answer. Okay. Well, 
Whew. Here we are. Right. Now I get to like go and eat food or something. So Food? What is this four-letter word starting with F that you're speaking of? Yeah. <laughs> I'll draw you a picture. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh. Okay, we're G-rated, turning off the G-rated. video now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Jeff, thank you for coming and hanging out with us. Where can people find you these days, Jeff? Well, Dave and Pete, thanks for, for including me. Th- this has been so much fun. Okay, how about some socials? Sure. I'm Jay Gamut consistently, okay. but uh, I'm active on Mastodon and Instagram right now. All right. I will make and sure then, to have links in the show notes for both of those. Yep. One M and uh, Then how about some shows? Uh, Chuck Joyner has me on Mac Voices Live on Tuesdays. Dave Ginsberg has me on In Touch with iOS on Thursdays. Then I am the uh, apparently permanent interim host of the big show and oh. the Mac show on British tech network. Okay. And, uh, and then a mutual friend of ours, Brian Chaffin. Uh, I do the context machine with him. Amazing. Thank you. Yes. Quite the man about so, internet. So now I have like 18 links to put in the show notes. Thanks for that, Jeff. Uh, sure thing. <laughs> yeah. Th- no, really. Thanks for coming. This was a perfect, perfect little get together well, for, uh, yeah. for today. And seriously, thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Absolutely. Thanks to Cashfly for providing all the bandwidth to get the show from us to you. And mostly, folks, thank or not mostly, but uh, also thanks to all of you. No, that is mostly. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks for all your support, especially for sending in your questions and comments and all that to feedback at MacGeekGab.com. We'll be back next week with the next regular episode. Jeff. Yes. Can you tell me, uh, I, I would like three words of advice for you. And if you are needing inspiration, I would ask you to look at the video and maybe, maybe read Pete's shirt. Oh, I, I don't need any extra inspiration because these are words to live by an excellent life choice. Dave, Pete, don't get caught. Made up. Good advice. Oh, yeah. Later.